from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I tried so hard to come up with some kind of silver lining. I tried. I, I looked at every angle. I wanted to be optimistic. I pride myself in on looking at things differently, finding a different twist. And I knew that today, everybody, fans are planning a march on Mint Street. There, there, there are so many negative opinions about the Panthers after last night's Thursday night football loss to the Bears. I was like, I'm going to be the guy. When everybody tunes in, I'm going to be the guy that has the positive. I don't think there is one. I genuinely don't think there is one. We played the return from Emir Smith-Marset. Obviously, that's a good play. Yeah. It's it's not consistent. You can't be like, all right, well, you know, every game we'll get a kick return, and that's gonna. it just doesn't work that way. And the irony is there was a fake flag on the play, so fans couldn't even really celebrate. Yeah, that was kind of odd. They put up the graphic that said flag. Turns out a flag was never thrown. It wasn't like they threw it and pick it up. It wasn't there. No flag. Kind of didn't even address it. Just move on. It just kind of assumed. But 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 I I mean I was out at the uh, Carolina Ale House on on Glenwood Ave, hanging out, partying with a bunch of uh, Panther fans, and th- there was like the woo oh. That was the most exciting it got for the Panthers. The flag graphic on the screen took away the woo and went to an awe, even on a long punt return, and that was the high water mark. Here's why I don't think there's a silver lining. Aside from the Bryce Young conversation, and we'll have the Bryce Young conversation. We'll be updating the Bryceometer later in the show, 4 o'clock. You want to be here for it. The Panthers have to answer for simply having a worse roster than any other team in the NFL. This is not a one-decision thing, right? Even if you hate the Bryce Young pick, or if you hate the DJ Moore inclusion in the trade, or if you wish that they didn't draft Ikea Kwanu, or if you wish they traded Brian, it's not any one decision. It's a bunch of years' worth of consecutive decisions that get you to a place like they are right now. The only other team in the NFL that has an argument in the worst roster conversation is the Cardinals, and they're bad by choice. Yeah, they wanted to be bad. If you play too well for the Cardinals, you get moved. That's how they operate. The Panthers have no reason to operate that way. They got here organically. Bryce Young, after the game yesterday, he's frustrated. Frustrating situation to be in. It's not who, not who we are, not who we want to be, but that's what the we are. We put on tape. We are. We put in the field, and we have to be better. Um, you know, our defense, ball, great game, start to finish. We have to be better. I have to be better first and foremost. I have to be. I have to be a lot better. So you know, we have to be better. We, we, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, and that's not me. That's not just me. That that's everyone. You know, we're competitors. Losing is, is frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah. Yes, I agree. The eyes, the wheeze, the eyes. Bryce is always going to say the right thing. 
none of the criticism aimed his way today or aimed towards the team is about them personally as individuals. I believe the people in that locker room care. I believe the people in that locker room want to play better. I believe they genuinely had a tough time falling asleep last night knowing what they put on that field. I also am not sure they can be better. It is inexcusable, and it is not easy to fix once your roster gets to the place it is right now. The two best players on the Bears, at least on their offense, were former Panthers. Think about what that means. Yeah. Think about what that means. It's an evaluation problem. They're choosing to keep the wrong players over and over, and they're moving the players they shouldn't. They are spending a lot on the wrong players. It's an evaluation problem. An evaluation is far from 100% exercise. It's far from 100% uh, industry, right? The best in the world still get draft picks wrong. The best scouts in the world still stand on the table for a certain player. Turns out they're a good college player, can't cut it in the NFL. But Miles Sanders was the highest paid running back in free agency this offseason, and he had two carries for negative five yards last night. It's, it's an oversaid joke, but that means you, listening to this right now, had five more yards rushing than Miles Sanders in Thursday Night Football. Hayden Hurst was brought in for over $7 million a year to be Bryce Young's safety blanket, to be the guy when things got tough, when the, the game became muddled, when, when the, the defense was getting pressure, he was going to find Hayden Hurst. Two catches, 14 yards. Bryce Young dropped back well over 40 times. He found his safety blanket twice. That is overspending on the wrong players. It's hard to even, uh, right, well, uh, Dennis was calling him on their, their Panthers playbook podcast, Practice mm -hmm. Squad Mike. Yeah, Practice Squad Mike. They have the the wide receiver. How do you pronounce his last name? Mike Strawn. He caught, uh, what, 45 yard or yeah. something like that? It's hard to even be happy about that. Because it's going, wait a second, so the one guy you didn't use any resources to bring in is is making a play? I said I said on Panthers Playbook that he has it was been more of a deep threat in one quarter than DJ Chark has been all season. It, and DJ Chark, $5 million. It's, it's I don't know if, if that can be exciting because, like, finding a diamond in the rough only works if you're, you know why you found that diamond in the rough, in the rough. Right, If the only reason you put a player in is because the six people in front of him get hurt on the depth chart, I don't know if you get credit for playing him. So you had no choice. Frank Reich today, uh, talking with the media, said they're just a few plays away. There were instances where you know, we're just a click off here or a click off there, um, not one player. I do think if I were evaluating you know, Bryce's play, I thought there were many – uh, good plays he made. I thought at times, you know, looked good, made some big time plays. Um, you know, I just think we were, from an execution standpoint, just a tad off on a few key places, on a few key plays. And, you know, to the outside eye, it looks bad and it is bad. You know, as we look at it, um, you know, you understand be because you've been through things like this before that clean a couple things up and that can turn that game around. A couple plays can turn that game around. I disagree. 
I think Chicago was more than a couple plays. I think tweaking those, a click off, a click here. Uh, but let's pretend for a second I agree with Frank. Let's pretend for a second I agree they're a few plays away from winning that thing last night. You're a few plays away from beating the Bears. That's not going to make anybody feel uh, warm and cuddly inside. That's yeah. not going to uh, do away with anyone's concerns. It's, uh, when, when, you, when you're playing a contender, you're a couple plays away, and you're a team that's rebuilding, then it's like, hey, you know what? We were in it. We were a couple plays away from beating the Eagles. We were a couple plays away from beating the Chiefs. That's like, oh, look at that. Tied here locally. Like, Duke was a couple plays away from beating Notre Dame. It, it's It's – no moral victories, but I see yeah. why a coach would say that. Mm-hmm. I see why a coach would say, hey, we're, we're trying to get on their level. We understand we aren't one of the best teams in the league right now, but that's our aspiration, and we are just a couple plays away from being on their level. Being a couple plays away from beating the Chicago Bears without their starting quarterback, without their starting running back, and not even a draft pick rookie as their quarterback. They have an undrafted rookie as their quarterback, and you're a couple plays away. Are you trying to cheer us up or make us more depressed? No, we were close. We almost beat the second or third worst team in the league. I mean, if we really work hard, we focus in on the details, we could be in a close game with the worst team in the league. Who has our first-round pick, by the way. Because Chicago, like even if Chicago lost that game, they wouldn't have to be selling a bill of rights of, oh, we were close. They'd just be selling the future of, hey, we're going to have two top three picks to Mm -hmm. add to this roster next year. We're going to be all right. Chicago beat you twice last night. On the field and then your draft pick? Yep. Yeah. Heck, I'll say four times. Each one was worth two. It, it, it's it's a rough one. And I wanted to be the the, the silver lining guy. I tried. It's, it's a futile effort. I, I was watching film looking for something. Was I really going to stand up here and go, hey, Bryce Young threw, what, 45, 47 times, something like that? There were four or five good, solid NFL throws. As if that's the silver lining without mentioning yeah, a couple of them that he should have made, he airmailed. Bryceometer time. If you watched last night's game without jerseys and names, if you watched silhouettes on the back of jerseys, would you have been able to pick out which quarterback was the number one overall pick and which one was undrafted? That says a lot. Here's Bryce after the game putting the responsibility and and much of the the uh, burden that the offense has to bear on himself. I have to be better, be better all, all night. I was not good enough at all. Um, not 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 good enough at all. Um, we weren't. So, um, you know, gotta gotta see things. Um, gotta make gotta make better decisions. Gotta execute better. Um, and that that that's 100 percent on me. Bryce, how is the frustration affecting your play out there? It doesn't. You don't feel it on the field. It's not in. The, in it, it's. It, it's not something that affects. It doesn't affect my play. That's not a reason. I have to be better because of me. It's. There's. It's not some outside. Out saying circumstance. Not a. It's not. It's. I have to be better. I have to. I have to push myself. I have to be better. That there's. There's no. There. There's no excuse. There's no external. I think he's saying all the right things. 
I want to give him credit. I like Bryce Young from every interview I've seen. I think he's a, a good dude. I think he, he wants more. I don't think he's playing very well. I honestly don't know if you would, you know, if, if you showed up with no prior knowledge, you'd be able to say which one's the number one overall pick and which one's the undrafted free agent. And you may say Chicago has a better team, better better pieces, better line, whatever. Sure, I'll agree with you. A number one overall pick's difference between the undrafted guy should be bigger than the supporting cast. It's why the questions like this one, uh, we're about to air a conversation from K- Chris Canty, who hosts the morning show you can hear every every weekday right here on 99.9 The Fan, one of three co-hosts of Unsportsmanlike. The conversation about the, the, the guys Bryce Young is going to be most often compared to, C.J. Stroud, Drake May, Caleb Williams, all right because of the trade, that's a conversation that's great. Matter of fact, let's hear it from Chris Canty right now. Help, but watch that game through the lens of they took him over C.J. Stroud, yeah. who we just saw throw 470 yards, five touchdowns, and no picks. Only six quarterbacks in NFL history have done that, and he's one of them. The other five likely going to be in the Hall of Fame if they're not already in the Hall of Fame. So I guess that's the lens that I'm viewing Bryce Young through. But then also keeping in mind that the Carolina Panthers owe the other team that was on the field last night their first-round pick, which is likely going to be the number one overall pick. So now it's not only comparing Bryce Young to C.J. Stroud, but it's also comparing Bryce Young to Caleb Williams and Drake May. And what's the likelihood that Bryce Young's career arc is going to be better or higher than all three of those quarterbacks? based on what we've already seen now from C.J. Stroud and what we've seen in the college ranks from Williams and May. It doesn't feel great right now, and so it's hard to say that the Carolina Panthers didn't miss on this, even though it is a really small sample size of Bryce. That's a conversation for another day. Because it's one that's going to happen forever and ever, right? Just like even though the, co- the the decision has been long over, Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf are still still locked. Right, they're still linked forever in history. Those guys are going to be linked forever in history. But let's make sure Bryce Young is significantly better than Tyson Bagent before we get to that conversation. And I still think he is. I can't. I part of it's my own pride. I don't think I could have been that wrong pre-draft. I liked Bryce Young pre-draft. But last night, watching that game, the ball didn't pop out of one of their hands better than the other. It didn't look like one had more responsibilities at the line of scrimmage than the other. One didn't raise the level of their teammates more than the other. These two guys were out there playing a similar game. Their coaches were trying to hide them at times. And that's not to say uh, that that Bryce Young didn't throw the ball a ton because he absolutely did. But the, the level of throws he was being asked to make weren't high. And he missed some of them. And that is a problem context be darned I don't care about rosters the number one overall pick should look better than an undrafted free agent from Shepherd University I'm not asking for much so I moved the Bryceometer back to as low as it has been we've been this low once before so you can come back to it back from it but it is as close as you will get to is cam available on our Bryceometer, the last slice, the fully red slice is is cam available. We're not in it yet, but we're on the border knocking on the door. I don't know how you can be kind of anywhere else. I'm not benching him. And I would I would say I would look at him right now. 
Uh, you right. Everyone's talking about his confidence and his psyche. Oh, maybe you should give him a break. Maybe you should put Andy Dalton in, let him watch and learn. I'm going, no, if you're worried about his psyche, do you know what you do? You casually look at him and go, we're not benching you. Wow. You think, you think what your first seven, eight starts, you th- we're not worried. You're playing, bud. That's that's how you build his confidence, right? You don't walk in and go, well, we think, you know, it's rough and the offensive line isn't great and we need to protect you from that, so we're going to take you out and put Andy Dalton in. That's how you hurt his confidence. That's you telling him he can't deal with it. You build up his confidence by going, yeah, it's hard. We drafted you because we think you can handle difficult things. It's tough out there, right? That's why kids, uh, you know, are, are more and more moving to flag. They're not playing tackle football when they're eight years old anymore, right? That's why, because it's hard. That's why basketball exists, right? Because the first day of football practice, kids get hit, and they look for a new sport. That, that, that's why other sports exist. You play football because it's hard. We drafted you because it's difficult, and we think you're the guy that can do difficult things. That's how you build his confidence. Things aren't going well. Like, 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 he knows it. That's why he keeps telling us uh, he needs to be better. That's why he said it 900 times in the post-game press conference. He knows things aren't going well. You don't have to hide it from him. Things are going great. We're just going to let Andy take a couple games. What? That's not how you build mm-hmm. his confidence. You build his confidence by saying, yeah, things are going pretty terrible. Fix it. We trust you to fix it. We believe We drafted you because we believe in your ability to fix it. Like your physical abilities aren't popping, okay? That's that's how I'm going to say it. When you watch him play, he doesn't have the same physical ability jumping off tape the way he did at Alabama. I'm looking at him. I'm saying, do it, fix it. Are are you? Is is the the team not helping you as much? All right, what can you do with this group? Are is is your mind not caught up in the playbook yet? Get caught up in the playbook. Oh, defenses are faster now. Yeah, I'm sure you were told that before you got to the NFL. There's an adjustment period. Absolutely, adjust. I'm I am simultaneously lowering my confidence meter, the Bryceometer, down to as low as it's ever been, while also emphasizing I'm not bailing on the kid. I'm not bailing on the young man. Cause you can't. You're pot committed. Yeah. You've invested too much. So now it's about, all right, maybe there's been some damage done in the first eight, nine weeks. Now it's about mitigating that damage, fixing that damage, and moving forward. Can't change the past. Is he better than C.J. Stroud, Drake May? Is he better than Caleb Williams? This is all what might be traded for. Is he better than Tyson Bajan? Let's start at the beginning. Yeah, let's start there. Let's let's and and I assume he is. I believe he is. But let's just make sure, right? What do you need? What does Bryce Young need? This is the question the Panthers need to ask themselves. Get everybody in the big conference room, right? Every every office building is the one big. It's some kind of polished, very expensive wood. Go to the big conference room. Have somebody with some kind of presence, somebody that can command a room, sit at the head of the table and go, what does Bryce Young need to look better than Tyson Bajan? We know he's better in this room. What does he need to look better than Tyson Bajan? Because we watch Thursday night football, and they look similar. And then once you do that, okay, what does he need to look better than Will Levis? 
Once you do that, what does he need to look better than C.J. Stroud and Caleb Williams and Drake May? Then here's where it gets crazy. Start going after veteran quarterbacks on the list. But it needs to be done in that order. Victor Wimbanyama, like same thing, right? Number one picks. Is he better than, than Kevin Durant and LeBron? Whoa. Whoa. Is he better than Tristan Thompson? Yes. Then let's move to the next. Then let's move to the next. And no disrespect to Tristan Thompson, just kind of the first name that came to my 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 brain. Yeah. Context be darned. Work on Bryce. Right? The, don't look at someone else's quarterback. Right? It's it's the old saying, don't look in someone else's bowl unless you're making sure they have enough. Mm-hmm. Don't look over there just to compare whether they have more than you or not. Look over there only if you're helping them. You're not helping other teams. It's a competitive sport. Pay attention to your quarterback. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 